Hi, you're listening to Mark versus the World. I hope you enjoy. Today's Portuguese word of the day is trabalho, which means work or job. Hey everybody, welcome back to Mark vs. the World podcast. Today's episode is Mark vs. Job Hunting. And yeah, before I go any further, I'm just going to give you a bit of a backstory. So on the 13th of January, which was a Monday, two weeks ago, I went into work thinking that I was working on two different projects and I was going to get a date of when we were going to release these two bits of software, one being an app and one being the updated version of a website. Um, at 11 o'clock, I have a meeting. I, well, not just me, me and my whole team have a meeting. We go into the meeting and sat there as the chief technical officer of my business and a member of HR. And then we find out that the brand or the, the part of the company that we work for is being sold to a big American giant, which hasn't been announced yet, but will be announced some point soon. And after this, we were also told that we were going to have some one-to-one meetings just to discuss where we're going to go in the company. So this was 11 in the morning. Two hours later, I'm the first person to have their one-on-one meeting. As soon as I sit down on the chair, I get told that I'm getting made redundant and that I can go on gardening leave. And my last day of the company will be the 31st of January. I'm handed a bit of paper which explains how much money I'm getting as a part of my redundancy or severance pay for those people that are listening in America. And I was just like, what the hell? You talk about like bad timing. I recently just purchased a flat um, and I had some other financial commitments that I committed to on the basis that, you know, I had a secure job. I wasn't contracting anything. I had a permanent contract. A permanent, um, you know, I was a permanent member of staff of this company. So then that Monday afternoon, I was told I can go home and I don't need to come back into the office. I left my work laptop, my work pass and everything there. And I had to tell my wife the bad news, which was hard to take. But, you know, it was part of it. And instead of like resting on my laurels, the first thing I did as soon as I got in was to update my CV, update my LinkedIn profile just to let like recruiters know that I'm available for a new job applied for a couple jobs on the fly which was like quite similar to mine if people don't know i'm a qa test analyst so i'm a software tester by trade and by qualifications and stuff so yeah i applied for a couple jobs um the next day i got quite a few calls from some recruiters some were direct recruiters from companies some were like recruitment consultants that work for companies that specialize in recruitment especially for like software development and stuff like that. And yeah, I was getting a lot of calls. I had a few telephone interviews. I had like, it was crazy. So basically I had a bunch of recruiters call me like the Tuesday and the Wednesday, had telephone interviews those Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Then a recruiter called me, I think it must've been Thursday. I had a telephone interview the same day. Then I had a face-to-face interview earlier this week and I was offered the job literally on my way home so yeah I've got a new job and and that's all great and stuff but I just wanted to talk to people about the struggle of of like you know finding a job and how hard it can be 
and you know um sometimes also when you get these calls from these recruitment consultants sometimes they want to put you for jobs that you're not necessarily qualified for so for example my cv said that i'd done something six months ago which i had done that's not a lie but i had done it six months ago and it was the first time i ever did it and now these like recruitment consultants were trying to put me forward for jobs where i would be managing a team of people doing that thing and i was like no i'm not i'm not qualified to do that i haven't got the experience to do that i think you should look for another applicant and then they were like no 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 go for it they convinced me to go for it so they applied then i did a telephone interview i passed that they could give me like a test i passed that and then it's due to have the face-to-face interview but luckily the face-to-face interview was the day after i already accepted a new job but obviously once i accepted the job i contacted all the recruitment consultants that i had spoken to as well as the companies that were dealing with me directly just to let them know I've accepted an offer. And even with that being said, some of them were still trying to get me in to do interviews because they could tempt me with more money and stuff like that. And the reason why I accepted the offer I did is because I felt that the company I'm joining has my interests, but also my interests and the company's interests are quite aligned. Uh, it's a good team and the products they're working on will be kind of revolutionary when time goes past, which is something that like always interests me, being part of the future and not being a part of the now. But what I found also with like the whole job hunting process nowadays, from when I like last applied for a job more than two years ago, is that there are a lot of like stages to uh, interviews. And for one job that, for example, I knocked on the head once I got uh, uh, my position that I have now, they wanted me to do like a five stage interview. So the first was a telephone interview. Then I did a test then it was going to be a video call, then it was going to be a face-to-face interview with a um, with like who would be my line manager. And then they wanted me to then do another meeting where I meet the directors of the company. And that's all for just one job. And they were recruiting for like seven people. So like the same position as a, Q- a QA test analyst, but they were looking for seven. And yet each of us would have had to have gone through a five-stage interview. And I had already done the first... Three, well, I was about to do the third stage and luckily I got my job with my current company, which I'm happy for. And I just feel that nowadays the interview process seems a bit long. I understand that companies want to be more fussier or want to be more specific about who they hire, which is all power to the companies. If they're the ones that have like, you know, specific needs, they need to get the right people in. But I just feel that it's a very much a convoluted process. And recruitment consultants i'm not not really against them i think like for example my job was fulfilled based on a very good recruitment consultant and so good in fact that a few friends of mine i know are also looking for jobs in the same sort of sector as i am and i've just recommended her to them so that she can hopefully get them roles because she didn't like for example take two weeks to get back to me once i said that yes it's fine you can send my cv to your client she regularly spoke to me throughout the whole process when I went through my first telephone interview she explained what kind of interview it would be and gave me a bit of hints and tips in terms of what kind of questions they're looking for um which was great and then when I gave to my face-to-face interview she also helped me made sure that like she gave me some encouragement before I went to the interview she spoke to me after the interview she actively went to get feedback from the company I was interviewing uh, with and got me my my offer straight away as soon as they were ready to give it to me, which is really great, and that's what I like. Some recruitment consultants are proactive and some are a bit reactive. 
some are just literally trying to place you because it makes money and some of them take pride in their work and they do want to place people to get money but they also want to place the right people in the job because they don't want their clients coming back to them and say oh three months later this person you just hired is crap so you know it's like yeah recruitment consultants they they're not all evil there are great recruitment consultants and there are some bad ones but i think you've got to take the rough with the smooth and as long as you talk to them with respect they might not be able to place you on your first contact with them but they might place you in the job later down the road and i feel that you know, as a whole process of looking for a job, you need to make sure that everyone you speak to, you're kind of courteous with. And when I got the offer, like, it, it felt amazing because imagine less than two weeks prior, my whole world came, like, crashing down. I, not the whole world, so I didn't, didn't love my job that much. But I was comfortable in my workplace. I was respected in my workplace. I got on, I had friends at my workplace, and then get told that I don't ever have to come back. And don't get me wrong, the ones that are actually my friends, I still have their numbers and I've spoken to them throughout the whole time. I haven't, for the last two weeks, they've been very supportive of me and, and messaged me and stuff like that. And I've been contacting them. So, you know, and I've also, now that I've got a job, I've updated all those guys that I'm, I'm still really good friends with and stuff like that. But it was such a great feeling. And I can understand that sometimes waiting to hear an offer can be bad. So based on my very short period of time of being sort of made redundant and finding another job, I have sort of like thought of some things and learned some things. And I wanted to share some points with you guys if you want to hear them. So the first point I would like to make is that you should always make sure your CV and your LinkedIn is up to date, even when you're not looking. Because say like you're at a job for five years and then you suddenly get made redundant or you suddenly decide to leave. Sometimes it's hard to remember what you've done over five years, unless you've done the same job continuously. But generally over like a five year span, you may work on different projects, you might you know, have supported different teams, you might have learned different skills, maybe not skills that you've kept using going forward, but still stuff you've learned and you know how to do, and it's there somewhere in the back of your mind. So it's always good to keep your CV up to date and your LinkedIn um, fresh. Now, my second point is if you're actively applying for jobs, you should sort of make a list of the jobs or the companies you've applied for, just so that you have that as reference, because what's bad, well, what I don't think is useful is when you like spam apply for loads of jobs, and then when you start getting the recruitment calls calling you from the directly those cust- those um, companies and they've called you saying, oh, I'm from such and such company, if you haven't made a note or if the company themselves are not so big that they're well known to everyone, you're going to sound kind of silly when you don't know who you're speaking to and you may not be able to answer any questions that they have for you. So I always think it's good to like make a list of the companies you apply for. I would also say with that, to probably apply for like a, number, a limited number of jobs Wait to get some sort of responses for some of them and then continue to be applying for jobs. If you're in a bit of a desperate situation and you may want to apply for different jobs, um, but just still still make a note of everything you've applied for. Uh, My third point, which is equally important and uh, was actually um, told to me by someone I know who works in recruitment, is that if you're applying for jobs and stuff, make sure you're awake. And when I mean awake, awake mentally by 9 a.m. in the morning. Because when you've sent an application, that whether it's internal or a recruitment consultant, they will contact you at nine in the morning. I have had like seven or eight calls nine in the morning. Even one day, I had two people try to call me at nine in the morning. I obviously answered the first call, but I had to miss the second call and speak to the person afterwards. So make sure you're already ready to talk. I don't mean just wake up at nine. I mean, make sure you're mentally ready to answer any kind of questions or queries. 
about your application or they might be calling you just because they have a job that they would like you to go for and they want a, uh, your permission to send your CV. So always make sure you're awake and alert because that's very important. Um, I would also say to, to schedule your interviews and prepare them. So if you've spoken to a few different companies and you have different interviews, make sure they don't clash. And if they're face-to-face interviews and they're like other sides of the same city, then try and either have them on different days or do one in the morning and one in the afternoon. Because what you don't want to do is say yes to like five different interviews that are all near each other or completely different sides of the city and you can't realistically get to any of them because that causes problems. Um, I would also say that make sure you're professional and that you prepare for every kind of conversation. When you answer your phone, don't be like, what, who is this? Like be, hey, hello, my name is da-da-da-da. Um, how can I help? And let the person like you know, speak to you and tell you whether they think they want your application to go further or if they've got something to offer you. You know, Just be professional at all times because you never know. Even if someone's calling you from a mobile, a private number or an unrecognised landline number, because recruitment consultants and stuff can use all kinds of methods to contact you, just make sure you're professional. Um, yeah, just make sure you're, you're professional at all times. And also be available to receive calls. So that means... Don't have your phone on silent or only on vibrate. And if your phone's only on vibrate, make sure it's not far away from you and you're in the middle of doing something. Keep keep your phone on you at all times and check your emails regularly because, again, you don't know when you're going to get feedback. And, for example, during this last two weeks, I missed a few calls because I was, like, playing with my son and my phone was upstairs and I was downstairs playing with my son. And I'm not saying that those jobs might have been better than when I've accepted, but it just means there's, there's opportunities I've probably missed and where I couldn't be bothered to call back because I had other calls coming in at the same time, you know, just make sure that you you uh, prepare for the, for that stuff. And that's that. That's that's the end of today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. It's been mainly me rambling on from uh, giving you like fourteen, fifteen minutes of me rambling on. But you know, I wanted to talk about the job hunt process and give you something a bit more real and something that's actually just happened. I did have plans for a different subject for this episode. I thought this was more applicable and more relevant to my situation now. So if you've liked what I've said, agreed with my points, disagreed with my points, or want to have a discussion on it, you know how to reach me. Uh, you can get me on Twitter or Instagram at Mark versus underscore the world. That's Mark, M-A-R-C-V-S underscore the world. And let's continue this conversation. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you guys next time. Take care. Bye-bye.